Hello, and welcome to the Italian Threat Intel Weekly Podcast for the week commencing the 8th of January, 2024. In InfoSec news this week, a campaign delivering the Async remote access Trojan malware to select targets has been active for at least the past 11 months, using hundreds of unique loader samples and more than 100 domains. The Async RAT is an open-source remote access tool for Windows, publicly available since 2019, with functions for remote command execution, key logging, data exfiltration, and dropping additional payloads. The tool has been heavily used by cybercriminals over the years, either as is or in a modified form, for establishing a foothold on a target, stealing files and data, and deployment of additional malware. Microsoft security researchers spotted the attacks delivered over hijacked email threads last summer, but couldn't retrieve the final payload. In September, AT&T's Alien Labs team of researchers noticed a, quote, spike in phishing emails targeting specific individuals in certain companies, and as a result started an investigation. The attacks typically begin with a malicious email carrying a GIF attachment, which leads to an SVG file downloading an obfuscated JavaScript and PowerShell script. After passing some anti-sandboxing checks, the loader then communicates with the command and control infrastructure and determines if the victim is eligible for the async rat infection. The hard-coded C2 domains are hosted on BitLaunch, a service which allows anonymous payments in the form of cryptocurrency, a rather useful option for cybercriminals. If the loader determines at this point that it's running in an analysis environment, it deploys decoy payloads, likely in an attempt to mislead security researchers and threat detection tools. The anti-sandboxing system employed by the loader involves a series of verifications performed via PowerShell commands, which retrieve system information details and calculate a score, which indicates if it's running in a virtual machine. Alien Labs determined that the threat actor used 300 unique samples of the loader over the past 11 months, each with minor alterations in the code structure, obfuscation, and variable names and values. The researchers have not yet attributed the attacks to a specific adversary, but note that these threat actors value discretion as indicated by the effort to obfuscate these samples. A new Python-based hacking tool, dubbed FBot, has been uncovered targeting web servers, cloud services, content management systems, and software-as-a-service platforms such as Amazon Web Services, Microsoft 365, PayPal, SendGrid, and Twilio. Quote, key features include credential harvesting for spamming attacks, AWS account hijacking tools, and functions to enable attacks against PayPal and various SaaS accounts. Sentinel-1 security researchers said in a report shared with Hacker News that FBot is the latest addition to the list of cloud hacking tools such as AlienFox, GreenBot, Legion, and Predator, which share code-level overlaps with Androx Ghost. Sentinel-1 described FBot as, quote, related but distinct from these families, owing to the fact that it does not reference any source code from Androx Ghost, although it exhibits similarities with Legion, which first came to light last year. The end goal of the tool is to hijack cloud, SaaS, and web services, as well as to harvest credentials and obtain initial access and monetize it by selling it to other actors. FBot, in addition to generating API keys for AWS and SendGrid, packs an assortment of features to generate random IP addresses, run reverse IP scanners, and even validate PayPal accounts and the email addresses associated with those accounts. The cybersecurity firm said it uncovered samples starting from July 2022 to as recently as this month suggesting it's been actively used in the wild. That said, it's currently not known if the tool is actively maintained or how it's distributed to its other players.
And a group of financially motivated Turkish hackers have been targeting Microsoft SQL or MSQL servers worldwide in order to encrypt victims' files with the Mimic ransomware variant. These ongoing attacks are tracked as returgents and have been directed at targets in the European Union, United States and Latin America. Quote, the analyzed threat campaign appears to end in one of two ways, either the selling of access to the compromised host or the ultimate delivery of ransomware payloads, according to the researchers at Securonix. The timeline for these events was about one month from initial access to the deployment of the Mimic ransomware variant on the victim domain. The threat actors compromised MSQL database servers exposed online in brute force attacks. Then they used system-stored XP CMD shell procedures, which in turn allowed them to spawn Windows command shells with the same security rights as the SQL server service account. For this reason, XPCMD shell is disabled by default because malicious actors often use it to elevate privileges and its use will often trigger security audit tools. In the next stage of the attack, the attackers deploy a heavily obfuscated Cobalt Strike payload using a sequence of PowerShell scripts and in-memory reflection techniques with the end goal of injecting it into the Windows native process SNDVol.exe. They also download and launch the AnyDesk remote desktop application as a service and then start collecting clear text credentials using Mimikatz. After scanning the local network and Windows domain using the advanced port scanner utility, they typically hack other devices on the network and using previously stolen credentials, compromise the domain controller. Securonix also exposed another campaign targeting MSQL servers last year, tracked as dbjammer, using the same brute force initial access vector and deploying the FreeWorld ransomware variant, which is now known as another name for the Mimic ransomware. Thank you very much for listening to the Italian Threat Intel weekly podcast. Please do not hesitate to contact us should you wish to discuss any of the items outlined here. And thank you very much for listening.